puck is dropped, and it's showtime from downtown Winnipeg. Oh, see the blast. Loose puck. Scores! Shankly wires it. Scores! What a stop by Hellebuck. Kyle Connor, Jets go bang, bang, bang. Welcome to Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets. Welcome to episode 156 of Ground Control. Paul Edmonds and Mitchell Clinton will join me again next week. Of course, Mitchell will be running everything as he tends to do, but we are in the midst of a road trip, a little busy. So in order to get these this podcast out to you, I'm going solo for this one. So today's guest is Dylan Samberg, of course, the young defenseman of the Winnipeg Jets. And I asked about a lot of things, actually, just his growth as a player uh, over the past year. Uh, also got Nate Schmidt to comment on Dylan Sandberg's growth as a player in the National Hockey League. Of course, Dylan Sandberg traditionally matches up with Nate Schmidt in the third defense pairing for the Winnipeg Jets. And, of course, the Minnesota High School State Hockey Tournament is going on right now uh, south of the border. Uh, asked both players about that. So enjoy this episode of Ground Control. Shop where the players shop. Jets Gear and TrueNorthShop.com are your authentic team stores. Make sure to stock up on all your favorite Winnipeg Jets and Manitoba Moose merchandise today. Visit one of the five Jets Gear locations or shop online at TrueNorthShop.com. Hi, this is Dylan Sandberg, and you're listening to Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets. All right, well, Dylan, I bring you on because it's the perfect time of year. The Minnesota State High School Hockey Tournament's going on right now. Just talk about the prestige and all the excitement that leads up to that tournament, especially when you grow up in that state. Oh, it's awesome. It's what, uh, it's what every kid dreams of uh, at that age. And, you know, I grew up uh, as a little kid watching all those, uh, all those teams make it. And uh, I ended up going to a lot of those state tournaments and watching them and, you know, eventually uh, making, making it to a couple myself and, you know, it's a great overall experience, and you're playing on uh, an NHL rink in front of a lot of fans. So, uh, you know, it's just it's the best time of the year. I think that's why people get don't understand about the tournament itself is that you do play in the, we're the home of the Minnesota Wild. And I imagine, you know, growing up in Minnesota, you want to play for the Wild and all that stuff like that. But what's that experience like when you walk into that, that building the first time to play in that tournament? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a little bit different than uh, the home high school rinks. So. Yeah. So that part's different, you know, and uh, you got the big student sections and, uh, you know, um, lots of people, you know, double uh, A usually fills out the, the entire barn. But, uh, you know, it's it's just uh, an experience like no other. And, um, you know, it's it's an awesome time of the year. Do you think it like prepares you for the NHL and even college itself because of the magnitude of, the, of that tournament? Um, it definitely helps with with more like experience in larger crowds and stuff yeah. like that. And. But uh, I think for those kids, uh, the, bi- the big main part is just taking it all in mm-hmm. and enjoying it because, you know, you might get there, you might not get there. But if, if you end up getting there, you know, you, you really don't know if you're going to get there again. So really just enjoy it and um, enjoy the experience. For everybody that's outside of the state of Minnesota, where we get the most part of a connection to that tournament is the all hair team um i just asked you about it before we were walking over to this this location in the hotel did anybody grow some really good hair for, on your team and then what is it like seeing everybody else's team uh, and the hair that's been growing uh yeah i never i never really had the long hair uh back in the day unfortunately but uh <clears throat> no we had a lot of guys on our team that that ended up making it on the the all hockey hair team and um i remember uh Barry Melrose ended up doing like an ESPN special on it. Uh, they ended up calling us Hairman Town, but uh, 
<laughs> no, it was that was, that was kind of cool uh, to be a part of that experience. But uh, no, I never really had any of the uh, the flow like everyone else did. What was the best? Who had the best hair of your teammates when you went to the tournament a couple of times? Ooh, um, we had a lot of guys with longer hair, but uh, <clears throat> in my age group, probably Jesse Jocks. Yeah. Uh, he had the long red flow. Um, <laughs> And uh, no, it was. We had a lot of guys with, with a lot of flow, but it was, it was really cool. Uh, but how is it hard to take them seriously as that hair starts to grow leading up to that tournament? I imagine. Oh, um, <laughs> I think a lot of guys prepared for it, but uh, no, it's it's just really cool. Um, looking back on it, I wish I would have had longer hair, but <laughs> didn't didn't at the time. But uh, no, it's just a, another part of the tournament. That's really that's really awesome. You ended up scoring an overtime winning goal, double overtime winning goal, and you did a pretty cool celebration. So yeah. take our listeners through that. Yeah, that's uh, you know something you really don't expect to happen. But uh, yeah, it was a hard fought game and uh, tight one. Neither team could score. It ended up going to double overtime and just kind of threw a harmless wrist shot from the point and ended up going in. And uh, I remember going back uh, in 2011 when UMD won the national championship there. My dad and I were able to get tickets last second to the game, and we ended up watching uh, Hermantown's Nate Schmidt, mm-hmm. who played for UMD, uh, <laughs> score in, in overtime and, and do this the Snow Angel celebration. So that's uh, as soon as I scored, that's the first thing I thought of. So uh, I ended up doing the Snow Angel. It's a, it's a funny thing, too, because did you ever think of you were going to score the overtime winning goal, and you're like, okay, if I do score today, I'm going to do that celebration, or just, it just popped it up just right there? It just popped in my head right there. Um, just because that's where UMD won the national championship in 2011. And, uh, you know, he was a Hermantown native. Uh, and, uh, no, it was uh, just – or Kyle Schmidt, sorry. And uh, really cool. But, um, yeah, just to be able to experience both of those things was, was really awesome. Now, it's my understanding that the school, the high school you played for, had lost a bunch of championships in a row beforehand. Was it six or something like that? Or is it, it just was like it was... seven or eight? My but, gosh. Uh, so, yeah, like the Minnesota was... Vikings of the Super Bowl, therefore, it's like. Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was, that was a tough stretch and, you know, um, tough time for, for, I mean, obviously, really good to make it there yes. that many times in a row. But, uh, yeah, just, just couldn't find a way to win. And, um, you know, I remember I was on one of those teams the last one in my uh, my sophomore year there but uh yeah just kind of an unfortunate uh turn of events there and um you know it was, felt really bad for our head coach there Bruce Plant mm-hmm. and um you know it felt really good my junior to finally get that done and you know get that curse over with talk to people about Bruce Plant what type of guy he is and what type of coach was he great great coach um he was a hard-nosed coach and uh you know, I love that and I respect that and um you know, I was really fortunate enough to be able to play for him in, in his final couple of years there, and um, you know, it was awesome. He was he was a good players coach, and he'd also get on you and let you know what you did wrong or whatnot. But uh, you know, that's what you need, and I feel like that's what was really helpful in our success. Dylan, how fortunate do you feel to win those two state championships in high school, and then go on to win two NCAA championships? Like that's very unique and for for anybody, right? Yeah, that was uh, that was an awesome four years to say the least. Um, yeah, it's not something that you think about uh, finishing off the season four years in a row with with a win, but uh, yeah, it was just awesome because you know to end the drought in high school of winning and then be able to do it again the next year. And then uh, I was originally planning on going into 
uh, going down to Waterloo to play some juniors. Yeah. And then Neil Pionk decided uh, to go pro, and, you know, that, that ended up propelling me into UMD. And, um, and we got, kind of got off to a slow start there at UMD my freshman year. We had a lot of uh, 10 freshmen. And then came back after Christmas, flipped things around, ended up barely getting into the tournament, and it worked out for us. And, um, you know, we came back the next year, and we had a lot of experience and knew what it, what it took to get through and, you know, ended up working out again. How tight are people from Minnesota, the hockey players, and the, the kind of like a fraternity, I guess, like with Neil P. Young, Nate Schmidt, Blake Wheeler. Like, how tight is everybody from that state that has there's that, that sort of pride that you played for university in, the, in your home state? Uh, yeah, everyone's everyone's great. You know, um, you know, I feel like we got a good Minnesota crew here. We had a lot of Minnesota guys on our team, but uh, no, it's, it's good. It's good to have, and you know, everyone that grows up in Minnesota wants to play for some some college in minnesota mm-hmm. or something like that but uh no yeah when you eventually do get the chance to, to do that it's it's really special what's your favorite part of your hometown of hermantown Ooh, favorite part probably probably the outdoor rinks yeah we have uh well they, they did some renovations over the past couple of years here but we used to have uh four outdoor rinks along with the indoor rink uh and the warming shack and uh i remember in high school we'd always our uh, middle school on up and We'd always, after school, we'd drop our bags off in the morning, and after school we'd run over to the rinks because they were only, I don't know, like a five-minute walk, and then uh, play there till our, till our parents picked us up after work. So that was definitely my best part growing up. Um, yeah, I'd have to put that one. Did you ever stumble on the Pionk's legendary baseball field? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yep. Um, I grew up mainly with a couple of his younger brothers. Yeah. So they were more my age. Um, yeah, so I knew them well. And uh, right across from their house, they have a big wiffle ball field. It's, it's got a big crazy. green monster. Yeah. So it's really cool. I spent some time over there as well. But, uh, yeah, just really, really cool area over there. Like, listen, this is it's a small town, but all the stuff that you're talking about is pretty unique as well to have all these places and all these, like, you're, all the families are tight and everything like that. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think that's really important um, for a small town like that, and um, just trying to have that sense of of community. And um, I feel like everyone's pulling for each other, and that's good to have. And you know, it's really helpful. I know I've talked to you about this before, but come, like you you play high school in Minnesota, university in Minnesota, and then you get drafted by the Winnipeg Jets, not too far away from your home. Like another question like this, but just you must feel pretty fortunate about that. Absolutely, you no. Know, it's uh, I feel like Winnipeg and my hometown are, are very similar mm-hmm. um whether that be the city or weather yeah um <clears throat> so that part that part's really awesome and it's nice that my parents can can come up uh very easily just make a little quick six and a half hour drive and i feel very fortunate enough for that and um you know yeah just just really fortunate to be able to play in the nhl it's it's funny they bring up weather because we've just came away from some real nice weather last year you got to go to the state of florida and you know couple extra days because of the weather that was in Winnipeg beforehand and let's talk about the journey for yourself between last year at that time when we went to Florida to this year how, how much have you grown as an NHL player um yeah no like last year I was very happy to get the call up and mm-hmm. um be able to play in some some games and you know, that was good for my experience and uh which led into this year but uh I think last year was just kind of trying to take it all in mm-hmm. uh you know play well take it all in enjoy it while I can and um I feel like that helped me into this year. Had that 15 games of experience, and you know, I just keep trying to build on that. And uh, I feel like as the season came along, I feel like I've grown in confidence. 
How about the weather itself? Like it's a little bit of a break, and I'm not trying to make our listeners mad, but to leave the snow and get that, what, what, how is that good for your mental well-being? I guess in some ways, to during a long ride of an NHL season. Oh, it's great. Yeah, just to get some vitamin D is awesome. <laughs> um, you know, and be able to get outside, take a walk around, um, in t-shirt and shorts is nice. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean it's it's been great. Um, you know, it's good. This, this road trip compared to last year, we started off uh, with two wins on this one compared to last year where we, you know, went 0 for 3. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's definitely helpful, and it came at a much-needed time where we needed to get some wins. Um, but, yeah, no, this, the, the trip in Florida has, has, has been great. Let's talk about this a little bit. The things were going the, t- the team's way, especially those last two games against San Jose and Minnesota at home, and then to get the two wins that you did, especially the way you guys did in, in Florida and Tampa Bay, how huge was that? It was it was immense. You know, we needed it, um, and you know, we we don't want to stop here. We want to keep it going. But uh, you know, just uh, looking to, to kind of like build off that and um, and keep it going. But yeah, there were there were definitely big wins against some uh, good hockey teams, and you know, we got another good one on uh, on Monday or Tuesday here. I'm not I'm knocking on wood or something. I'm finding wood here. But how nice is it to be thinking about somewhat about the playoffs as we get closer to April? Great. You know, that's that's our goal. You know, just to make it to playoffs and um you know we went through a tough stretch there but I, you know we got a good group here and I, I really think we can pull through thanks for your time thank you hey Jets fans I'm Sarah Orleski don't forget to join me after each and every home game for the Winnipeg Jets post game show live presented by Budweiser where you'll get exclusive interviews in-room access and more catch us on all Winnipeg Jets platforms including Facebook YouTube Twitter and WinnipegJets.com Dylan Sandberg, second, like his first full year in the NHL. You play with him a lot. What have you seen in the growth in him over the last few days? I think he's just confidence in himself and in the D zone. I think it, it's always been his bread and butter. Now you see like, him starting to skate and how well he can get up into guys' faces and, and create some space on the forecheck, uh, uh, away from the forecheck, excuse me, and, and giving your guys a chance to you know be a, be a one-man breakout, right? I think... You just see how much more he's matured as a year and just been comfortable with what his game is mm-hmm. instead of trying, trying to do everything, you know, and trying to be Josh and, and Dilly. And, and no, like, it's just he'd be the best Sammy you can be, and he has been. And he's been really – I think he's done a fantastic job. I love watching him this year. A uh, lighter question, the, the Minnesota State High School hockey Yeah, tournament. yeah. So, like, just the fun that goes around it every year. What do you think of it? Start with the hair – and everything that ties in. Yeah, I used to have good hair. I, I used to. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I would have maybe made that. Uh, it was a little bit before my time. I was a little bit before the time of the all hockey team. Uh, I'd like to submit like maybe an old, you know, maybe, yeah. a, maybe a, a, a retro, retroactive, yeah. Yeah. A retroactive list. Um, yeah. It's always fun, even if you're, you know, my team wasn't it, my school wasn't it. We lost um, in the first round, but they ended up taking fifth. But. I, it's such a fun time of the year because we have so many guys from Minnesota on our team too yeah. that it's it's awesome to be able to kind of talk and kind of bicker a little bit about who who's rooting for who and whatnot. And I had a couple short side teams in there this year, uh, so I was pulling for uh, the world uh, girls team won, which was huge. Uh, mm. But the world boys team lost in the final. You know, at Hermantown, the, the tough part for me is I, you know, you. There's so many guys from Hermantown, it's fun to cheer against them. Yeah, you know, naturally. Uh, to play devil's advocate. But I wanted to see, you know, it was just, it's just fun. I mean, it was great. One of the most attendance they've had for single A the, this, um, that I played in mm-hmm. ever. You know, so hopefully this kind of thing keeps trending up.
That was Nate Schmidt talking about defense partner Dylan Sandberg before the Jets took on the Carolina Hurricanes on Tuesday. So that is it for an abbreviated edition of Ground Control. Paul, Mitch, and I will be back next week for another edition, episode 157. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. This has been Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets. For more Jets news, videos, and more, head to winnipegjets.com.